What's going on, my friends? Leo Cannell here with today's Seven Figures Club podcast. Today's episode, boys and girls, is about that time this morning when I woke up with a massive cramp in my left buttocks or glue and why this matters for your business. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, one of my favorite uh, authors, the top hedge fund manager in the world, Ray Dalio, who says pain plus reflection equals progress. Those times when real true pain caused me to reflect and ultimately achieve my biggest successes in business, life with my family, and how to build mental toughness, the mental toughness you're going to need to do the same for your business, family, and life. So let's go. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. Well, my friends, it's 2022. Hope you're doing well. Hope you have you know, built out and detailed some very specific goals and things you want to accomplish. A lot of people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in a decade because every overnight success is a decade in the making. And so if you can make that type of commitment, those amazing things can happen in in your life. And as I think about for me, when I really started to get on the fast lane and make that type of commitment, it was really uh, unfortunately for me at the age of 35, that's when I finally you know, decided to go all in and set some specific uh, goals and, and things I wanted to accomplish, financial freedom goals in my life. And you know, I'm in about uh, five, six years in on that goal, on that uh, time period. And I think within the next four or five years, I'm gonna be you know, at that uh, beyond, honestly beyond uh, the goal that I eventually started at when I set that. So today I wanted to talk about, unbelievably, I woke up this morning and, you know, I try to get into my boxing class at least a couple times every week. The challenge for me is I have to get up at 5.30. It takes me about 20 minutes to get to uh, the boxing class location and then another 20 minutes back. And so I've got to get up at like 5.30 a.m. And as someone who's never been a morning person, that is a struggle for me. I typically you know, try to wake up every day about 6.30 a.m. I've got my home gym, go down to my basement, get my workout in there, do my pliability TB12. If you haven't uh, read about pliability in the TB12 Tom Brady method, you should. If you haven't uh, watched uh, Man in the Arena on ESPN+, Plus, you should also watch that because there's a lot of similarities and patterns and concepts, principles, values that you can learn and really apply and attribute to your business and your life if you want to succeed at the level that a Tom Brady has. So I wake up and, you know, it's 5.30 a.m. and I go to get out of bed and my left glute is in massive pain. It's so much pain, which is the weirdest thing ever, I legitimately can't get out of bed. And I go back in and I'm like, what in the world's going on? This is ridiculous. And I force myself to stand up and get out of bed and my knees buckle because I don't know what happened. It's almost like I have this massive cramp in my glute. I don't know if I tore my my left cheek, uh, my left buttocks glute muscle. 
If I tweaked it, I was doing some light uh, workout stuff last night and no idea what in the world happened. And so I'm literally, you know, trying to walk to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. And, you know, my, I wake my wife up with, uh, you know, some uh, inappropriate language and a whole bunch of pain and, and moans and groans. And she's like, what is wrong with you? And so eventually, you know, I start uh, doing some ice. I go get my Tom Brady TB12 pliability roller, try to work out the left buttocks. Um, I get some Icy Hot, uh, apply that on. My wife uh, gives me two muscle relaxer pills and I'm still in pain. And I go, you know, I get uh, dressed, get ready to go to boxing class and and I go to sit in my car and I'm in amazing pain just trying to sit in my driver's seat of my car. And finally get in and I'm thinking, I'm, you know, am I really, am I gonna do this? Is it better if I just stay home and relax? Maybe I can go do just some light stretches, see if I can get feeling better. And I'm like, no, I made this commitment. I, I signed up for today's class. There's no way I'm not keeping it. I'm gonna feel better when I get there. Um, so I did, it's funny, um, my 12 year old son always is talking about booty bacon, just talking about bacon, no idea why he added the word booty to the bacon. And so I'm looking for an ice pack and my son had the worst break ever on his right arm and we had to have surgery and 50 staples and 10 screws and a titanium plate placed on his upper arm. Uh, when we were at a, a wakeboarding park, cable park in Orlando, right before Christmas, he had to stay an extra day with my wife, get surgery and then fly back. And he's been home in a ton of pain. So he's been using the ice packs. So there was no ice packs in there. So I grabbed the next best thing. I grabbed the uh, booty bacon. I grabbed the bacon. It was frozen. I slapped it uh, on my bearskin skin, uh, left cheek glute and uh, went and sat down in my car and, and drove away. And uh, the 20 minute drive was good. That ice was on my butt the entire time. I got there and my buttocks is pretty numb and I get out of the car and it's still tweaked. It's still not feeling very good, but you know, it's, it's numbed up enough. And, and so I, I head on over, I wrap my hands, I put my gloves on and I go and, and the first uh, part of the workout is jump rope, which is perfect, really starts to loosen up. And I get through this 60 minute, very intense boxing class workout and really feel pretty good. And we're doing some core work uh, on my back where there could be a lot of pain, you know, shooting up my uh, spine from my left buttocks, but not too bad. Get through it, no problem. Go sit down in my car. Immediately as I sit down, it starts to flare up and I drive home and I come in kind of limping and moaning and groaning. My wife's just uh, kind of laughing because um, <laughs> she's the one who's almost always injured. But so it's my turn to be injured. So anyway, the lesson in this is I made a commitment. And honestly, you know, we, we know people, we know human nature and probably 90% or more of people who are in that type of situation. And certainly me, before I made the commitments I made before the age of 35, I was that person. I would have said, no, nah, you know, I'm, I'm gonna have to take it easy today. I want to follow through with the commitment 
and I would have had a lot of very reasonable excuses and reasons why I didn't follow through. And so for a lot of us, that's what we do, right? There's an enormous challenge, an obstacle that comes in the way. We, we start a marketing campaign and we spend $2,000 and we don't see the results and we throw our hands up in the air and said, oh, I did everything possible. We build out a sales funnel, Russell Brunson style, and, and our product doesn't quite hit. We, we do all these things and we don't quite see the success we want and we throw our hands up and we're like, I tried, I did my best, I gotta move on. And a lot of the times, the success is on the other side of that. As an example, the first sales funnel that I did was uh, really back in, back in like 2018, so almost four, well, about four years ago. And I launched this sales funnel and I don't think the product was quite right. I don't think the ads were quite right. I didn't have video testimonials for it. There's a lot of things that I didn't do right. But if I'd have kept on pushing, I probably would have seen the success. Our budget was limited at the time. I only did like $1,000 in ad spend on Facebook. Didn't work out, gave up, whatever. Now, I think about where I'm at now and a month ago, um, in all of 2021, I saw a lot of success with Facebook ads and especially with our funding CEO challenge. But I'd literally be floating like a negative 40, negative $50,000 while you know doing the challenge and assuming and hoping, and it did work out each time I did this challenge, that we would make it on the back end with all the signups for Funding CEO Academy. So that was what happened. And I started doing my research and I'm seeing that there's so much more opportunity on YouTube but I hear there's this painful initial baptism by fire. And so we fire up YouTube and magically, we have this uh, strategic partner who signs up um, as a funding partner and he needs us to get funding for his clients and he's a YouTube ads master. And he's proven he's done, you know, massive, uh, you know, eight figure uh, managed YouTube uh, ad accounts with uh, some really big clients. And so I'm like, cool, awesome. This is exactly the kind of guy I need to help get me into YouTube. It's not me figuring out YouTube per se. It's me finding someone who has figured it out and following their concepts and their strategies and their path to success. So we do everything right. I, I spent some money to, to get the, the testimonials, the video testimonials, everything right. Again, learning from my earlier mistakes and we spend an initial two, three thousand dollars, and the leads are coming in at two, three hundred dollars. Just, just an opt-in, a name, and an email address is costing me nearly three hundred dollars a pop. And I'm like, what in the world? But I'm at a spot where I've got the budget, and I'm willing to take the risk. And I know that through the baptism by fire, I know our offers right; it's proven. I know our video ads are really good; they're the best they've ever been. I'm going to move forward and pass through it. And, you know, on the other side of $5,000 in YouTube spend, the costs start to come down. And a month or two later, they're down from $274 a lead to $10, which is unbelievable. Meanwhile, Facebook's costs are going up. Um, I was at $24, $25 a lead. Now I'm up to $33, $34. So the, the gamble, the bet, the research, everything paid off but I had to get through this initial pain, this baptism by fire, this floating of negative money 
And and last last month, you know, again, this is just we're just in the very infant stages of it. You know, netted about fifteen thousand dollars in profit. Now we're ready to scale and grow this thing and ten exit over the next uh, thirty to or, well, probably ninety to one hundred twenty days, three to four months. Super excited about it. But the point is, I wouldn't have gotten there without the baptism by fire. And that's where you know I think about a quote. And Ray Dalio is one of my favorite authors about uh, global macro geoeconomics and how politics and government working with, uh, you know, business and entrepreneurship, how those things work together. What are the cause effect relationships? What's going to happen with the U.S. and China? And so he's just very objective, very practical. He doesn't care about anybody's agenda or or stance on anything he cares about where's the truth at and you know he doesn't in my opinion doesn't always get it right and and has a few missed things but again that's my opinion and he's much smarter and way more successful than i am so i certainly take what he says with a lot of gospel and one of his quotes is pain plus reflection equals progress and he talks about the pain of this massive failure where he literally, uh, you know, almost went, uh, pretty much went bankrupt uh, in the early 80s. And it was uh, early on in his career and his uh, family was in a tight position. He had to borrow money from his father-in-law, I think, to, to pay the family bills for a few months while he built a new part of his business because his trading business failed. He made the wrong, uh, the wrong move. And he learned so much from it. And he built out these cause-effect relationships. And now he's got the largest hedge fund in the world. He's worth 20, 25 billion, depending on the year, and has made a massive impact positively on so many business owners and entrepreneurs who have read his two books, Principles, you know, for life and work. And then he's got Principles for dealing with the new, the changing world order, which he just came out with, which is an amazing book too. And I think about in my life, you know, the times when real true pain caused me to reflect and ultimately achieve my biggest, you know, uh, successes. And it started with I had early success with a, a business. I built it into a multi seven figure business started at age 25. I thought it was a badass. I was not. I didn't. Uh, I hadn't approached mentors. I wasn't reading uh, the right entrepreneurial and uh, personal and self-development books and it hurt me and in, when i invested in real estate i just sort of made it up as i went instead of going and finding people who had already done it successfully and following their great examples so just some massive mistakes that i made but in my greatest pain and failure it caused me to reflect and ultimately if unbelievably took me i'm you know, i'm hard-headed apparently it takes me a while to learn the, learn these things but a few years later finally started to reach out for mentors finally started to you know find the right uh, programs online training programs spent thousands of dollars when i didn't have it and started to read all the right books from you know entrepreneurs and sales experts and marketing um you know professionals people who were way who had done what i wanted to do and they had some roadmaps and directions for me to follow my friends that's that's how you get into the seven figures club that's how you succeed at the highest level but it takes having those massive failures that pain and then reflecting on it what did we learn making the changes and then going at it from a much better angle an angle of hey this is in the big uh, picture of things and ray Dalio was so good at this even like 0809 for me it seemed like the end of the world 
And yet for someone like Ray Dahlia, who had been through something like that in the 80s, for him, he knew this was a temporary blip, that there would be a rebound, that you have to be ready for the next step. And, and throughout history, history tells us and shows us very similar things have happened in the past. It's one of those, and they're going to occur again. And so based off of that, now you can make good decisions to move forward in the future. And I think about, you know, the pandemic of 2020 with uh, with COVID that came out, you know, in March, April, May, and it certainly affected our business negatively. We had a lot of our business schools coming from live events across the country. Those events were all canceled and it took me about 90 to 120 days to kind of pivot and I knew we needed to build out a really big uh, funding partner program and reach out to more people whose clients needed funding that way. I knew that we needed to move to virtual events and with virtual partnerships with those who are training others to start businesses. And so we started to make these pivots. I had to invest in building the right foundation with our, our software and our funding portal. And all these things paid massive dividends. And I knew the one thing you do when you're going through this these crazy uncertain times is you focus 100% on sales. If you can generate sales, build sales, even if that means you're getting on the phone, you're doing the work, you're talking with the client, you're helping and leading by example with your team, that's how you win. And in my previous business, when I, I left it, forced to leave it, you know, three and a half years ago, that's what I had to focus on. I had a t tremendous amount of personal debt that I had to bring with me because of where that business was at and bad decisions by myself and, you know, the worst decision of bringing in partners who didn't share my values and principles. And so all those things, but when I restarted, you know, with just me and one employee, you know, with money I didn't have paying, paying her each week and working out of my home office, again, it was, it was sales, focus on the sales, generate the sales. And because I had been in that position before and I had made the mistake of not focusing on the sales this time, I knew exactly what I needed to do. And literally within a few months, we were doing $100,000 a month out of my little home office, which is pretty, pretty remarkable in of itself, truly blessed and, and guided. But, but the pain from previous failure plus the reflection, everything I learned did equal the progress, did put me on the path to prosperity. And last year we had a record year in terms of growth. And I'm not impressed at all because this year we're going to double that. It's, we want to double every single year. How can you double your income? That's what we're doing with our business uh, plan training today you know, with everyone in our community. So here's the bottom line. How do you build the mental toughness to do the same for your business, for your family, for your life? Well, when you go through these, uh, these pain, you know, you wake up and, and you can't walk because you have this enormous pain. Well, you, you learn from it, you reflect. That pain causes you to reflect. The worst thing that can happen sometimes is you have early success like I did in my mid-20s, think you know it all, and then you get your butt kicked when the economy changes, when you, you've made poor decisions, when you didn't reach out to mentors, when you didn't read books continuously from people who've already done what you want to do. You make poor investment decisions because you didn't you know, find those who have already succeeded with the investments you want to, with the business that you want to. And so that's my invitation, my challenge to you today is think about you know, the failures you've had or if you haven't, the failures you could have 
and learn from people, from yourself, from those failures, reflect on what you need to do, and then do what you know you need to do. And I think that's the biggest thing. Most of us want, and this is society as a whole, is they want this easy, quick fix, instant gratification. The more you can delay your gratification, the better off you're gonna be in this world. But most people can't do it because they want instant gratification, they run into an obstacle, they immediately give up. And so if you want to succeed at the highest levels, join the Seven Figures Club, then you have to understand that you have to figure it out. And you can because the market, your experiences will tell you what you need to do, where you failed, where your weakness is, who you need to, you know, find who solved that problem for, you know, in your business, and then bring that person in, help them solve it. If you need funding, go to sevenfiguresfunding.com. Let us, you know, let our team get some money for you. Because usually that's the only thing in your way is you just lack the money and the capital to make that happen. If your credit's not perfect, bring a friend or family member in who does have the credit, be your credit partner and join your business and make it happen. There's always a way to find the money. There's always a solution, but it takes having the pain plus the reflection, making the changes. That's where you get the real progress and that's where you can win. And when you do, when you wake up and you can't walk and you've got this incredible cramp in your left buttocks or glute, you know what you need to do to push forward, to push through it. You've seen this, this uh, problem obstacle before and all of a sudden you're gonna be you know, there at the gym pushing through, getting the job done, and you might need to go see a masseuse afterwards. You might need to do some more pliability training, TB12 style, but the good news is the solutions are there. You can win. Join the Seven Figures Club, take action, and we'll see you next time on the podcast. Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.